Hey everyone. <clears throat> um, there's a new show. It's on Netflix, and uh, it's called Unwell. And there's a whole show on the ayahuasca. If you want to get more information about it, um, so one of the things about the medicine is that it's a I think a Schedule A drug here or something. I don't know. Um, so it's illegal, of course. Who who would want anyone to heal? Um, and you can only actually take it if you're a church, some kind of religious institution. And the, the Brazilian Daimler Church uses it. So many people use it in many ways and for different reasons. But my, when I think about the medicine, and it is a medicine, um, I think about it in the context of surgery and of energetic surgery and the Icaros, which are the songs the Shipibo sing in which they've spent years in the jungle working with the plants themselves and dieting on the plants and the plants giving the information and the plants giving them the songs to sing. The songs, the Icaros, are like the scalpels. They're like everything that would be in an operating theatre. Right, and the and the the Shipibo themselves are the conduits. So, for example, now my friend is having surgery in a hospital. No human being is going to be in there. It's all robotics, right? So it's almost like the the Shipibo themselves, the actual shamans. I call them energetic surgeons. Inside of them, they have the plants. They've dieted on the plants. They have the information on the plants. And when they're, when they're in the maloka, when they're in that ceremony space, when you're in that ceremony space, the plants are going through them. They are calling in the plants. And the plants obviously know that it's them because they've dieted on them. So they have the power to call the plants in. They say there are like 60,000 plant spirits in those ceremony spaces. And the plants tell them and give them the songs that they need to sing. And I read somewhere it was like, it's like a sheet of music in front of them. Like they know the, the medicine presents in that darkness the song that they need to sing in order to heal that patient. So when they're singing, it's like the scalpel. It's like they're looking into your energetic field. It's like they're, it's moving. The, the, all these doctors are coming in. And then they start moving everything around. They take you apart. They open you up. And they see. And how they see is when you your memory is awoken of that trauma, that event that's deeply hidden in your energetic field, in your memory bank, in your body, it's stored in your body. For me, it was stored in my ovaries and in my heart. And with that event, for example, with me, there was something attached, there were demons that had moved in these forces, these entities that had moved in to keep me in submission, to keep me terrified, to keep me shut down. And so when they're singing to you, they're singing the Icaros. 
that is everything that there's in an operating theater. It is the doctor, it is the scalpel, it is whatever is required there to heal you. And the shamans are the conduits. For me, a lot of those ceremonies, after, you know, in the beginning it was opening up those huge, vast, you know, shut down continents of memory. All in having to do with sexual abuse, of being in these underground tunnels, of being all these men in these rooms. It was, it was horrific. That was all shut down. It was just severed. So the medicine is going to go in and she's going to go through every cell of your body. She's going to find everything that you've refused. And she's going to wake that up. And you're going to relive it. And in my case, there was also these additional elements, which were these entities, these these forces, that's all I can describe them as, that want to keep me hostage, keep, keep that innocence hostage, terrify their innocence. They were actual things, forces, beings. They had no body, they were just spirit of darkness. And Later on, again, the, the medicine keeps moving in. Now, the ayahuasca is the diagnostic. The ayahuasca, usually nobody drank the ayahuasca. Only the shamans drank the ayahuasca. Now we drank the, drink the ayahuasca too, but really the, di- the, the ayahuasca is the diagnosis. The shaman will drink it to see what's going on. It's kind of like the x-ray. And the plants will come in and, and locate where the problem is and then the plant will decide what other plants you need to drink in order to deal with that particular thing when the shamans ask you you know what are you here for and you have your list of I want to see my book except what doesn't it the shamans already know from that first ceremony they've seen what's going on they ask you but it really is I don't think it's (laughs) they're just trying to make make you feel good they're trying to you know they want to see if you really know what's going on so these are operations and in those that's why it was kind of interesting to see that people have different ways they don't have the ikados they don't they they sing they dance in the Shipibo tradition it's literally you're going to be healed you're going into a hospital you know their instruments are these ikaros that they sing which the medicines the plants have given them when they've been dieting in the jungle for two or three years the shamans continue to diet on different plants to give them information right so each plant they diet they have the information within them for what that plant what that plant does that plant heals trauma that plant heals all, there are all sorts of conditions that are healed by plants in the jungle and they they diet on them to get that information and then when they're in the ceremonies they're calling in the plants and the plants are saying you know here's a song that needs to be sung for this condition 
So the Ikaros are like the, all the instruments in the operating theater, plus the doctors. The shaman is the conduit. It's the voice that sings. And that's why I don't understand. You know, there were some instances where people were like, you know, having seizures. and That's not happening in a ceremony with these doctors. That's why I really, if you're thinking about doing the medicine, you have to go, you know, to the people that have been using it as medicine forever in the jungle. Someone has to really be able to control those forces, that energy. My cousin was just, um, and this was long distance, was, was doing a, was being healed by a, a maestra from the jungle. And so, <coughs> just recently, and she said to me, I was still battling with his energies when I went home. All night long she was battling with his energies. We can't see these energies around us. We can't see what holds us hostage. But it's there. And he actually got very sick that week because that's what it was doing. It was taking out all the resistances, trying to get to what was happening. In myself now, there's been so much cleansing that I'm face-to-face -face with the dark. I'm face-to-face -face with the entity. It sort of comes through me. It's got, it's got nowhere to hide anymore. So it's just like, all right, here it is, whatever, what the fuck, right? But these shamans, they're battling in this other realm of all these energies. They're battling to get them out of you. And sometimes, you know, they don't sleep. That's why if you break diets, etc., who's affected? The shamans are affected, right? They've called in the plants. The, tr the plants trust them. It's a, very, it's a very privileged position to be in if you're in an ayahuasca ceremony with the, one of these plant surgeons. It's, you know, it's a privilege. You've literally been given access to divinity, to these other realms in which there are all sorts of different types of healing. One of the things most recently I've just read from the science journal is um, that ayahuasca regenerates your cells in your body, it regenerates your brain cells. It's insane. So there are tons of amazing things and benefits. And no, you're not going to get addicted. No one get. how can you get this disgusting? You're never going to get addicted to the, to the medicine. In, you, even when you take it, you want to run. <laughs> so the last thing you want to do is keep back and keep coming back to take the medicine. It's a medicine, but you have to be very careful about where you do it, who you do it with. And I can't urge. And it, this is, you know, to open up your psyche is a very scary thing. You don't know what lurks there. If a person isn't trained in working with all these energies, etc., I, I, you know, you could have a psychotic break. This is not a thing to be tampered with or taken lightly. It's like I'm not going to go into a heart surgery with a guy next door who's just graduated. 
So I think the most important thing to establish is that the respect of what these people are doing. One of my, my deep yearnings and hopefully is now going to be part of the next phase of my life is to really help them give them back their power that's been taken by all these gringos that go down there and use and abuse them. I mean, what they have, their information, their intelligence, their knowledge is something we can't even begin to comprehend. I mean, I can't even imagine, I can't diet for more than four hours, five hours. I mean, if somebody said diet for six months, you know, on barely any food and water, I don't. So this journey, this this te- this <clears throat> this rigorous training they go through, not many people would ever be able to entertain on any level. Um, so yeah, your participation is to surrender. Your participation is to say yes to this even when you don't know it, even when it feels foreign, even when it sucks, even when you don't know what's going to happen in there. Your participation is just to surrender and say yes to the medicine. And it will continue to, you know, once it's in your body, it keeps, it keeps working. And you know if you'll have to go down and do more work and etc. Because these layers and these forces are so powerful. With me, this this energy is, it wants to dominate me at whatever cost. And it's the energy of wipeout. It's the energy of, you know, relentless refusal you know you can't show up so whatever is going on for you you have to keep facing whatever it is and moving through it it loses its momentum the more you face it and in a way for me it's like a showdown it's like a it really is like being in the Colosseum and, and, you know, where they throw out, you know, these Roman soldiers or slaves, usually they have slaves, right? And they present them with this sort of roaring, crazed lion. It really is a showdown between myself and evil. It's, there's no two ways about it. And so you have to keep facing. You have to keep facing it. And in the end, it's like somebody's hijacked your car and taken you off course, right? And you've accepted it all your whole life. And now you're saying, no, I'm I'm not accepting that. I'm not accepting this, right? Well, that's a lot of momentum over many, many years. And so 
it's almost like you're in the end what you're doing is you want to get back on the highway that you were on originally before you were hijacked and to get aligned and so the forces what's interesting is that yours i've seen is that these these forces that exist these energetic realms of these entities there's gravitation in them there's there's force and the force is is fear but it's very powerful and so when you for me it's it's literally like a gravitational pull the fear is a gravitational pull that i've lived in most of my life and so in this place and it's very interesting even recently after my last retreat something huge was removed perhaps and and now it's like alignment like con- staying in that finally finding that alignment and staying in that alignment whilst you're being battered by all these forces that are going you know I want you off your main highway I want you back where I you know we we held you hostage so you're it's you know it's like you've been aligned and then you've been sort of taken off the path you know you have a specific as i said you arrive with a script and energy that was that was your road that was your path and somebody said again hijacks your car and takes you off and now you're like you you fought you know you you battled all these forces that have kept you off this path and now you're aligning right there's less gravitational pull there was something huge that got removed i think also an understanding i mean you have to see the core of what what traumatized you what hurt you what refused you and now sort of realigned and again it's just the beginning it's that like beginning to walk you know these forces still are trying to pound me down right but it it's the it's the the return of you it's a return of your power most of these forces are wiping you out they do not want you to show up as you and i understand now this who you know what i understood throughout all of this journey is there's uh, there's a massive battle between the light and the dark going on i was only a viewer of it now it's like you need to participate you need to take up arms for the light you can't live in that coward position and we're going to give you the power to do that right to to realign the medicine heals you by realigning you but these forces that keep you under their control or whatever a hostage are very very powerful and i see too the same forces <clears throat> that i i'm aware of in medicine are the same forces that you know are down in the jungle where the medicine doesn't lie inherently with the shipibo right it's being taken by forces of the outside 
it's almost like this sort of this cosmic darkness that exists that's the sort of controlling owning refusing so in the medicine which again is a privilege although it's extraordinarily difficult it's, if, you, if you look at, and I'm just I'm going to digress here, but it's interesting because I'm putting together this thing, and, and when you're when I'm looking at string theory, I'm looking at string theory is the theoretical equations of physics right now. In other words, at the frontiers of physics, they are saying things in mathematics which they can't prove theoretically. They can they can talk about it in these beautiful equations but they can't discuss. One of it's called string theory. And string theory says that beyond all atoms, subatomic particles, they're just vibrating strings. It's just like the whole universe is just vibrating strings that changes shape according to the particle that's being released. It's a music. Even Einstein said, you know, all there is is energy. Everything is vibrating, right? So everything is energy. The second law of thermodynamics says no energy is destroyed, nothing is created. It's all here being in different forms of itself, right? In string theory, they say that the equations say that there are constant Big Bangs. In other words, there are multiverses. We're one of the many Big Bangs. So, of course, there is a multiverse. They say there's a copy of you somewhere else. What I see in the medicine is, in fact, that they're calling into these, that you're moving into these other, they're calling other universes for other forms of healing for you. You're moving into the multiverse. That's why people see, you know, different creatures and people and the, right, from other aliens, you'd call them, whatever. Another thing you can do is, in string theory, they're saying, yeah, the the mathematics say that there are, 10 dimensions all wrapped up. Well, when you're in the medicine, you're going into all these other dimensions. And that you can move between the past and the future, which is what happens. You're, you are reliving a past and you will live a future. You will relive your experiences in a very vivid reality that's more real than this. And you will be, potentially, I was in a future that was more real than this. So you're entering these realms in which more healing is available. The one of the, <clears throat> so there's so much to discover. There's so much to understand. I don't understand why everybody isn't on this. And, well, of course, money, except, and they want it, they keep it as a scheduled day drug, etc. So, of course, they're going to try and refuse it. Um, because they can't control it. The shamans control the medicine. Um, another piece which is really interesting when you, you look at the science is, so they say, again, this is all in equations in mathematics, in physics, that, and this is the theory, that everything is in constant fluctuation. And when something, when that energy for a moment stops fluctuating for a second in that moment of no fluctuation and there's a stillness with all those particles bombard they stop 
right? That that is when there's a collapse. That's when a big bang happens. And it's so bizarre because when I started meditating, and that meditation means you start slowing down energetic momentum. After 13 and a half years of meditation, I had what could ostensibly be called a, a collapse of energy because I had gotten so still, again, because nothing, because I just practiced sitting for 13 and a half years, that that night I had this huge collapse of energy and I had these like huge rushes of energy going through me. I thought I was dying. So I think there's a lot that's being described in science now that is, again, just equations that make absolute sense in the mathematical realm, which they can't prove, they can't show, that if you go into the medicine, you will encounter. You will be pulled into these energetic realms. And again, it's not going to be immediate. You have to learn to surrender. You have to, you know... Um, for some people it's all fireworks on arrival for some people there's nothing for a while right so it works very differently for each person they can't that's why you can't put it on an excel sheet and say this happens for every person right it will be a different um, reaction because each person is built in a different way or is dealing with different things so It is a leap uh, from this world, from this way of thinking, from the acceptance of how the things really are. And and what's interesting in this show that they just did <clears throat> on Netflix, it's called Unwell, is that you, you, you saw people at the end of their, at their wit's end, you know, they were just on the verge of, suicide, there were addicts, etc. Sometimes you go there because it's just we're at the end of the road. We just there's nothing else to do. And all of a sudden there's this incredible healing. Sometimes it's like you get called. I certainly felt like I was being called to do it. I don't think it's something you can force upon anyone go do it, like, you know, be a Christian, right? And I think it's in the world right now in such vast numbers because there's a realization, you know, what horrific state we're all in. And that we all need healing from all of this. So... And also, you know, many people will, you know, will fight with the medicine, right? There, somebody I was speaking to down in the retreat that was like, he'd done one of the plants and he'd had a terrible relationship with the plant. He didn't like the way it felt. He didn't like. Usually when you don't like, it's because there's something that needs to be resolved. And then eventually he came back to actually 
reconnect to that plant. So it requires that we, you know, it's going to dig up the stuff that we don't like. It's going to dig up stuff that we've had, you know, buried. It's, it, it doesn't tiptoe around anything. It doesn't offer you condolences. You know? <laughs> it doesn't offer you condolences or, oh, poor thing. No, it's like, no. I mean, again, it's a very fierce mother. It's extraordinarily loving. But it was also a reach into the places that hurt us, that, that, that frustrate or annoy you. I certainly think my last ceremony was the worst ceremony ever down there. I mean, you know, she was like, have you got something to tell me? I was like, oh my God, I was full on moving around. I felt like death. And the medicine kept saying, have you got something to tell me that you haven't told me, Maria? And I'm like, now I'm like, I'm three out, two or two and a half hours in and I'm flailing. I'm, I want to, I'm just, I, it's like, I'm dying. It's the worst. And I didn't know what it was, why, why it kept saying that. And it was, now it was attacking me. And it wasn't attacking me. It was like, I didn't know that within me, I had held this secret that I had made a contract with this pimp, with this evil. And in, by so doing, had given away information because I was tiny and it was horrible. And from it was something to do with some other life. But boy, the medicine will not stop. She will dig into every crevice of your being, into every breath, into every cell. So be careful what you wish for, <laughs> right? Because I had a holdout in my system. That was the thing I didn't want to see. I didn't know, by the way, I had no idea that in all those horrific events, in those underground pedophile rings, the places I'd been sent to, that I had made a contract with the devil. And in, by so doing, had given away information. Again, I don't know what that information was. Because I'd been connected to the plant, to the, to Indians. So, you're going to encounter very difficult places. It's so interesting to me how we can hide from ourselves. That's what's so insane. You know, like I know a lot of people who are shrinks that they themselves have no, are, are blind, have many blind spots within their own being. I think as humans, we can't really know all of it. It's just impossible. But the medicine can and does and will and sees everything. There is nothing, that you, that's why those ceremonies are so terrifying because you don't know what the fuck is in you. And the, the medicine is like a Shea Stadium light. There is nothing that you can hide from this medicine. Nothing. So it can get kind of hairy. <laughs> it's a it's a truth it's a it's a truth teller. It's 
And we humans are very good at, you know, denying and refusing and telling our stories. And who knew I had a traitor within me? My own self was a traitor. And again, no shade. I was in. The, I was small. It was a horrible situation. They'd come for me, etc. Blah blah. But I had no idea. I had no idea that I was still holding out with this piece of evil. Bonded with it. Pretty horrific. So, watch the show. It's interesting. But again, I would say if you're going to do, if you're thinking about doing plant medicines, please, oh, please do it with some people that are truly, can handle anything that comes up. And those really are the Shapiba. Those are the energetic surgeons. You do not want to be in a ceremony opened up with no one to be able to handle anything of any of those forces that come out you do not want to be there i've seen those forces we've a lot of us have been around those very powerful forces you know you need navy seals that's why i call the shabibo navy seals to handle any situation that and also Again, they've dieted on many plants, and usually you're with, you know, they're usually with other Shapibo. So they're with each of those shamans have have dieted on different plants, so they can access. There were four of them usually. <clears throat> they can access a lot of plants to deal with whatever comes up and with whatever healing is required. Um. So yeah. It's a ride. <laughs> it's 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 a ride. Just have no expectations. <laughs> and um know that whatever's happening is happening. If you're in good and and it's it's amazing. I'm gonna just gonna end with this one wonderful thing that, you know, in the midst of all this journey and a lot of rage because my parents had sold me. In fact, they weren't really the problem. The problem was the, the evil. But in, in my rage, I had, you know, hated on my mother. And in this incredible healing where I came and I forgave and, you know, I fought, you, you have to get it all out, by the way. You can't skip the getting all the shit out and being angry, etc. But one of the things in the clarity recently was like, oh, this was a really good woman. I mean, she was already, you know, if you needed something, she would always extend herself in every single way. So once all the noise is gone and once you've, you've been healed by the medicine and you're now no longer entangled in all other people's energy, you can actually see each other for who you really are. And that it was this wonderful moment of like, oh, you know, after having gone through, you know, years of hating on them and because I was seeing all this information I was sold and they were there and they took me and it was like oh but you know now it's like oh I can really see the goodness of of them as well that what happened was because they were terrified they were ignorant they had no money they were they were in this horrifically desperate place and this guy saw that and abused that 
but that in her day to day and what she did, she was always a really she was a really loving, a caring person. For whatever we needed, she was there. So, and I could finally see it, right? So, the journey is your disentanglement from the dark, for your disentanglement from other people's energies, your return of your power, and your connection to your heart, and through that connection to your heart, to the everything. Bye. <laughs>